Well, welcome back to the LifePoint Drivecast. My name is Cale Boer. I'm the teaching pastor here at the Delaware campus. And uh, this past Sunday, we continued on in our series that we're calling Now Playing. We've done this series many years in a row now, talking about the intersection of faith and film. And this Sunday, we were looking at the whole series, The Rings of Power. And uh, it was particular fun for me, as I am a, a huge, I am a huge uh, Tolkien fan and uh, fan of sort of all things Middle Earth. But uh, I was looking at on Sunday, uh, tried to summarize kind of the whole series, but then really hone in on uh, the character Galadriel, the elf from the series. She's part of the original Lord of the Rings films, and uh, in this series, they really follow sort of her storyline. And uh, in the the series, basically. She's on a quest to find Sauron, who is the evil dude. If you remember him from the original three movies, uh, he's the evil eye guy. But one of the strongest parts of the series is that you don't know who he is until the very end. They keep his identity hidden. He sort of masquerades as a good guy, which is a super biblical idea. This idea that um, you know evil can sort of <clears throat> masquerade itself as, as good or, or truth. Uh, it's deceptive. And so uh, he's revealed in the last episode. If you haven't seen it, <clears throat> you can go back and, and uh, watch the, the series. But uh, she's on this quest to really eradicate evil, to find Sauron because Sauron killed her brother many, many, many years before. And she wants to find him, kill him, and rid Middle-earth of evil forever. Uh, but as we talked about on Sunday, the problem, the dilemma that she has is that as she's trying to find and rid uh, that the world of that evil, she's discovering that Maybe the evil isn't just out there, but it's also in here, in her as well. Uh, that she's finding her motives may not be all uh, completely pure. That there's some temptation there for her to give in to anger and rage and want power and control uh, like, like Sauron does. And so I kind of ran with that and said, you know, we see the same dilemma, I think, in the scriptures when we look at our own experience and uh, the creation of the world, that evil has infected the world, the good world that God created. And now we kind of live with this dilemma that if we want God to rid the world of evil, then he would have to rid the world of us because we see that the sin is not just out there, uh, it's in us as well. And so we talked about the answer, the biblical answer to that. In the, in the series, it seems like it was kind of hard to understand what the main point of it was, to be honest, but it seemed like it kind of boiled down to you just need to, you just need to choose, uh, exercise willpower, choose to be good, don't choose to be bad. Uh, but, you know, the scriptures offer us a more nuanced picture than that, that that evil inside, the sin and the brokenness inside can't be healed and can't be forgiven just by saying, well, I'm just going to, you know, choose to do better. I said, really, we need three things. We need, and at least three things. You could probably say more, but I, um, I highlighted three uh, from Romans 3, Romans 6, and Romans 8, that we need to be forgiven of our sin. Two, we need to be set free from our spiritual slavery. And three, we need to be empowered to live differently. And so I, I walked us through Romans 3 where it says that, you know, Christ is the atoning sacrifice in our place, that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We looked at Romans 8 where it says we are, uh, if you by the Spirit put to death the deeds of the body, you will live, that we're empowered by the Holy Spirit. But I want to read to us right now Romans 6, 3 through 7, and just glory in what the Apostle Paul says is true of us here. He says, how can we who died, this is verse 3, excuse me, uh, verse 3 of Romans 6. Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, 
we too might walk in newness of life. For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. We know that our old self was crucified with him in order that the, in order that the body of sin might be brought to nothing, so that we would no longer be enslaved to sin. For one who has died has been set free from sin. This is how God right, has freed us from the power of sin. When we trusted Jesus with our life, we were united with him in a death like his, our sin nailed to the cross, and the old person dead and gone. Paul, uh, he, he summarizes this in Galatians 2.20 when he says, uh, it's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. Right? I've been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. When we get baptized, this is what this represents, that the old person is, is you go under the water, right? the old person's dead and gone. Your sins washed clean by the blood of Jesus. And when you're raised back out, represents you've been raised to new life. And sin no longer has dominion over you. Sin no longer has the power over you. Its power has been broken. You are not enslaved to it anymore. You are a new person in and through Christ Jesus. You've been forgiven and empowered to live differently by his Holy Spirit. I hope that encourages you today as you fight for holiness, as you pursue Christ, as you by the Spirit say no to sin and yes uh, to the joy of following Jesus. I hope you will uh, just be reminded today you're a new person because of what Christ has done for you. Let me pray for you and then I want to encourage you to take a moment to pray for yourself. Heavenly Father, we thank you that salvation is a gift to be received by faith. It costs us. Uh, it's free to us uh, because it costs Jesus everything. It's free to us because Jesus, you paid it all. And I thank you that through faith, we have been united with you in a resurrection like, or in a, in a death like yours, and we will be reunited with you in a resurrection like yours. Uh, God, we are not the same people because of who you are, because of what you've done for us. We are new creations in Christ, and we thank you for that. God, will you help us to walk uh, in the newness of life that you've purchased for us by the power of the Holy Spirit. I ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, take some time now uh, to pray for yourself.